Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, Matt, since we last spoke, Lions have two good wins against the Sharks. Mm. What have you made of them so far in the last week or so? Are you impressed or have the opposition not really been of a good standard to make that comparison? Well, you, you, it's, it's what you said, Stu. Like, there's no criticism of the Lions whatsoever. You can only play who the opposition put out. But they'll facile wins, especially the last one. Um, you know, look, and and you've got to give the South Africans credit. They were trying to help the Lions out. You know, no one, um, well, people could have foreseen and predict that outcome. I did that they were going to have troubles, but you know, they they did have to make things up on the run with Georgia and the the box getting infected, and and then the the balls based in Pretoria getting infected as well. So, look, the Lions played very well, but. The opposition were, we have to say, were, were very poor. And and again, I am quite surprised at how poor the opposition were. Um, even with their Springbok players absent, I expected the provincial teams to be of a much, much higher standard than they have been. And that that there's a couple of things in that. One, the implication for the Lions that that uh, the time being isolated since the last World Cup has had a significant effect on South African rugby. And the other part is what what that says about the Africans coming up north and joining the Irish provinces. Now, they'll have uh, some of those players, uh, the, the international players, back in. But I am surprised at how poor the, the provinces are. Uh, but again, the Lions just came out and out-muscled, out-skilled, out-thought, uh, you know, scoring tries, like getting those scores and scoring so many tries. It's it's opposed training, which is helpful, but you, you would expect um, that when they hit South Africa A, and, and this A is inverted commas, if that's an A side, you know, A sides are usually the, with, with you know, I don't know how many, is it 12 of guys that won the World Cup? That's not an A side. That's... That's uh, that's that's South Africa with a, with one or two of the A's in involved. You would expect a much harder contest. Just going back there, Matt, is there concerns? You know, it was twenty six all at half time. Then the red card. They conceded a fair few number of tries. Obviously, they did score seven in the second half and run like you know seventy points. Is there a few concerns there with their defence? Yeah, again, sure. I question whether they're hiding things. Um, I, I think we'll know a little bit more this week. And I think by picking such a strong side, I think Rassie's trying to force their hand. 
and trying to say, well, hang on. He's watching that defence. He's been in Ireland. He knows the Lions. He knows what they've done. He's watched them. He's a smart guy. And he's he must be thinking the same thing. Now, the Lions won't be able to, well, well I, I assume they won't be able to um, shadow box anymore. I think they'll have to show their hand. Uh, and they might need to as well a week out, coming, you know, 10 days out from the test. So I, I think we'll know a little bit more. Yes, I am concerned with that. Yes, I am concerned with their set play defence as well. But again, as I said, I'm be, I, I am thinking that they're not showing their hand, that they're hiding stuff. So we'll, we'll know more this week. I mean, this is a map. This is really where the tour starts for me. Um, the other games have, have, they've been good. You know, that, that's what part of the tradition of the Lions, you play the provinces. But for a whole lot of reasons that we've just gone through, the games have been pretty ordinary. And the Japanese, the same, uh, even though the Japanese, they hadn't played in 18 months. So now we're going to see what's going on. Now we'll learn a lot from this South African game because it is an excellent South African side on paper. Um, many of them yeah, from Europe, so they have played rugby. Not all of them, but, but a, a number from Europe, so they have played rugby. So we'll know a lot more full-time on uh, after this next game. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Plenty of World Cup winners, as you say. South Africa A-side, not sure about that. Yeah. But, like, fully loaded pretty much. Yeah. It's going to be a real, real test. Um, it's going to be pretty exciting to see how we go, isn't it? Where the Lions it is. go. It is. I mean, you even look at the, the the South African bench, you know, you've got Marks and Kosh and, uh, uh, you know, Elistad and, and the two Jonti brothers, you know, the Jontis there, I mean, they're good players. And so this is a this is a top quality. This South African side, if that was picked against Australia or Argentina, you would certainly not blink an eyelid. You, you, might, you might, you know, say one or two things. Now, especially when we take into consideration that, Reports are saying that there's at least 20 players and staff unavailable because they're infectious or are infected uh, with, with COVID. Now, the other side of that is this is the only sporting team in the world in that circumstance that will be playing this game. Like if that's if that's if there's 20 in a squad that have infections, that this game doesn't go on. The tour doesn't go on. So it just tells you the desperation within South Africa to get this this tour going or to keep it going and also the Lions camp where the, the Lions you know it is questionable whether this should be going on for the health of the players now we're hearing that you know everyone's been isolated and all that but you've got 20 guys in the in the squad that have been hit it's it's pretty bad so let's put that to one side the game's going on that's out of our control as well but this is where the rubber hits the road this is where a lot of the selections here are going to that, that Gatlin's made for the Lions we're going to learn a lot about. There's some really interesting calls in his squad, what he's doing and where he's going. And, and also, I think that he's, he's playing a lot of guys that he, he might have been holding back till next Saturday. Uh, so we'll, we'll learn a little bit more about his combinations and what he's doing with, within the lines after this game because they'll get found out because this is a good South African song. You think... Um... With South Africa playing so many of their stars, it's an advantage to them because they've played so little rugby apart from that one test against Georgia? No, I don't, Stu. Uh, as I've said on a, on a pod before, I, I really think this is like a throwback to pre-professionalism when teams toured. Like, this is what 
what you see in the lines through every country did. New Zealand did, Australia did, South Africa. Ireland used to do it. I know when Ireland came to Australia in the early 90s, you know, they'd play midweek games. They'd play New South Wales, Queensland, um, um, Western Australia. They would play quite often. They'd play New South Wales country. Then they'd play a test. So the test was the first time that the Australian team got together. So the, the touring team had the advantage of the build-up games. And I think this is the case uh, with this one as well, that the touring team, the Lions, have an advantage. That was always the case back in the old amateur days because unlike the professionalism where teams play international rugby every year, in the South, Australia, New Zealand and South Africa, you could go three or four years without playing a test match. It was only the 90s where Australia and New Zealand agreed to play each other every year. It, before that, it was only when New Zealand toured or the Wallabies toured. So it was every couple of years. Now, this, if we look at this, this is the, the South Africans have been starved of international rugby for 19 months, and they know it. They're looking at their provinces getting absolutely pounded, and they thought the provinces would lose, but I don't think Rassi Erasmus and his team thought they'd get beaten by the score that they did. They then had to organise the Georgia games. That fell over. They're desperate. The South Africans know they are in dire need for a game for more games. That's why they offered to play another South Africa A game uh, on Saturday to play the rest of their squad. And Gatlin, Gatty rightly says, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be right with the Stormers. Thanks very much. You know, knowing very well that that's putting South Africa at a disadvantage. I, I think this is very much advantage lines. Every one of the lines has got multiple games. They've come off a season where they've been playing. The South Africans are the exact opposite. Half his squad are still sick. They can't play the captain, you know, uh, Colossi's uh, got COVID, he can't play, as his number of other players can't, and the kid coach can't. So Rassi's his director of rugby, he's had to come and take control again. They, they've really got their backs against the wall. Well, even the likes of Ches and Corby, Corby Diamandelan, they, they wouldn't have actually played, you know, in combinations. No. For South Africa. So yeah. will this be, I'm trying to sort of work it out where, like, I know you're saying... Um, it's advantage the Lions, but will it help the facts they can get a few, you know, structures and phases together for them? 100%, mate. 100. And that's why, you know, I, I expect, you know, uh, that, that's, you know, uh, we picked uh, Faf de Klerk, you know, and, and he's got Monastain at, at 10. I expect them to be the, the 9 and 10. I expect those, that's the centres with them and, and Delonde. And, and we know Colby will definitely be on one wing. Um, you know, Detroit will start. You've got to say Kitch off at top, loose head will start. Esteban will start. Where, what else will they put in that? Now, with the people being ill, he might say, this is our first test team. He might try and say, this is the team that I'm going to run out the first test. So I'm going to give them a, a, a run out 10 days beforehand. We don't know. But he is, uh, as in the South Africans, are desperately trying to get combinations together on the field. And yes, this game is a bonus. When this was all planned months ago, this game was going to be for the, for, the, for the real fringe players for the Springbok team. This was not going to be this sort of side. And COVID has changed that for sure. And what do you make of Razzie Erasmus asking Gatlin for another test on Saturday? Is that mind games or what's going on there? Is he just, is, does he actually want one or is he just oh, having yeah. a bit of fun? No, Rassi would play then the other half of his squad and try and put some other combinations together. You know, that, he's going to go into a game with an, a, a test match against the Lions 
uh, who have had a number of warm-up games and their season with, with many players that have not played a game. Now, let's think back. If we, if we press rewind for 12 months, the Africans, South Africa was invited to come to Australia with Argentina and New Zealand to have the four nations, the championship. Australia the championship. Yeah, Australia was, was relatively COVID-free. I mean, I mean, even in Sydney today, there's a bit of a lockdown. It's only 70 cases, you know. It's not, it's not thousands of cases. They can play in Brisbane and, and Western Australia. And Rassi said, no, we have not had enough games. We're not prepared. Even though they were offered warm-up games against the Force and the Waratahs and so on, he still said, no, that's not enough. I, I'm, I'm not going to let South Africa go and do this. So they declined to go. So this year, with even less preparation, he's taken on the Lions. So I, I know Rassi was de is desperate for another game. So he's offered a gap in the results for the Lions and saying, look, you need a harder hit out than what our provinces are giving you. And I desperately need one. Here it is. Now, Gatlin's looked at the, the, the odds. He's weighted up. It's a lot more in the Lions' advantage to not give them another game. It's, it's advantage Lions. So Gatty goes, no, mate, we'll just, we'll just stick with the tour schedule as we've got it. As he should. He's not doing anything wrong. But it's definitely Rassi looking for another game without doubt, and uh, has been turned down. And if I was Warren Gatlin, I'd do exactly the same thing. Bad luck, brother. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm here to win. As, you know, that's, that's the way the dice have fallen. You've got to wear it. But, but no, Rassi's rightly... And if I was Rassi, on the other hand, I would be very, very concerned. See, the, test that the, the, the series may well be over before his team are ready to play. And what about another interesting topic is the Alan Wynn Jones situation, Matt? He's yeah. now somehow back, America recovery, training with Wales. They're making a decision by the signs of it today or tomorrow whether he flies back out to South Africa and rejoins the Lions. It seems, <laughs> I know people can do a lot of things, it's some willpower and strength for him to do that, obviously with the physios and doctors, etc. But what do you make of this? Well, mate, look, let's, let's, if, if we cut this up a little bit, he is one tough human being. Now, did you see him when he did it? And anyone who's separated a shoulder, you're in agony. And the guy sitting there like he's, you know, having a cup of tea on a, yeah. on a Saturday night. Thought he broke his finger now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, holds a trophy up one hand, other hand's like there. But, you know, man, what's the big deal about it? Stop worrying, you know. Like, he, he's a hard man. And he's proven that over more than a decade. And, um, like, if he hasn't, uh, it's just for everyone, like, if you, there's degrees of injuries on your shoulder. Now, he might be able to, it sounds like he needs an operation, he might be able to put that off and get through. I don't know. Full contact of a test match, the way you've got to get your arm around in scrummaging and lineouts, tackling in the ruck. If he gets another blow on it, does it come out again? You know, there, I think there's a lot of question marks, but they'll be giving him every every opportunity. I'm quite surprised. Um, he may just come along to put pressure on everyone. It might be another one of Gaddy's uh, little mind games on Connor and on the whole squad, especially the second rows to say, come on, you got to, it's not over yet. You've got to keep fighting for your positions. Uh, I don't know, but it is quite, uh, whatever way, if he actually gets back on the field, you know, that is, we use the word miraculous occasionally, but that is miraculous. There was no chance he was going to ever play on this tour again after he was injured in Japan. 
here he is. Who knows? You made a good point there. You know, this week in the second row, it's Mara Toji and Ian Henderson. Mm. They'll sort of, how will they be feeling if they're here? Alan Wynne Jones might be flying back in. Because <laughs> if he goes, if he flies back, I presume he's going to be in the squad, if not start. Uh, I think I think Henderson more than, than Mara would be very concerned. Because uh, I think that's where Win Jones will, that's who he'd replace. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is the starting test second row. And I think uh, May, Johnny May's on the bench. Um, uh, Johnny Hill, sorry, not Johnny May's a winger. Johnny Hill's on the bench. So I, I, I think Hendo will one, one, want a very big game against two very good South African second rowers. And B, hope Win Jones doesn't make it back. Uh, because that would be the position that goes. And I think Henderson's had a great tour. I think he's played really, really well. Um, and and he, he's, with his leadership uh, and his captaincy, and it'd be interesting to see who's calling that line out as well. See, that's a very, very big responsibility in the team, is the, the person who calls the lineouts, especially against South Africa, because their lineout skills are just so extraordinary. You know, they're right up there with the best in the world, if not the best line-out team at international level in the world. And, and what that is, it's, it's speed on the ground and looking for space. So you would come into a line-out and you would have a call. But if the, if the defence changes, as they do, then you, as a line-out caller, you have to look for the space and recall that and get that information. And you have to do it very quickly and everyone has to be on board with it. You get the calls wrong and you lose that line-out. You lose a number of line-outs, you lose a test. There's a, there is like a crucial number in a game that if you lose that number of possessions, you won't win that game. So Hendo's ability to call in the line, I think is a big plus for him. If Wynne Jones comes back, he'd take over that role. So it's uh, on the field and off the field. I think it's a very big day for the second row. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Connor Murray, Captain's Alliance for the first time. Yeah. Massive day for him. Yeah. Dan Bigger yeah. outside him. Is that the combination? I know everyone says it is at nine and ten. Is that definitely the combination for you, Matt? Well, I think it's a combination that Gatlin's going to go with. Yes, I do. Yeah. I do believe that. Um, for a number of reasons, he's he's hasn't picked Farrell. You know, really at the last minute, he's not really considering Farrell as a ten. He's playing Farrell as 10 and 12, so I think Farrell's going to find himself on the bench. It's also interesting they've got Bundiaki in there. So there is a, there is a combination that's, that's going to go into that 
9, 10, 12 axis, I think. Yeah, this tour sort of from so far has worked in Bundiaki's favour, especially with Henshaw out till this weekend, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. And I, I would suspect that Robbie will be picked at 13 this week. Now, he, he's, he's obviously covering his bets with the 13s. Um, Harris is there this week. You know, the guy's done nothing wrong. But Henshaw's a better player. He's going to pick, and I think that's going to be our 9, 10, 12, 13 will fall along, along those lines. Um, Farrell on the bench will cover 10 and 12. And you, you may, uh, you know, it's, it's the, who the makeup of the back three is going to be very interesting. It's also interesting he's playing Anthony Watson there, yeah. a fullback, which I'm, I, I was really quite surprised at. But again, it's Gaddy, A, not showing his hand, and B, giving people opportunities. Um, you know, like Rhys Sammet's played really well and, and Josh Adams has played better than I thought he would. He's played exceptionally well. Now, where Liam Williams fits into that, I would have said that before the um, before the tour, he would have fit into that as long as he's healthy. So we don't know if he's going to be fit and ready to rock. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a very, a very congested selection process, but that's great for Gaddy. That's exactly what Gaddy wants. And it's put competition within the team. So everyone's got a sniff. And that's, that's the other thing he's manipulating. He's playing mind games with his own players to keep them competitive, to keep them guessing, to keep them working, to keep them wondering. And, and that's, if, if people get uh, complacent, then they think they can rest in this game. So I, and, and it's only human nature. I don't want to get hurt. It's 10 days out. I don't want to get hurt. If you're thinking I'm still fighting for my position in this side, you know you've got to go all out. So I think that's a message coming from Gaddy in every position on that side. You don't often have such a big, in inverted commas, test match, like this day, a game tomorrow night, 10 days before a first test. So in a way, the Lions players, some of them won't want to have a bad game because it'll be second-guessing Gatlin's head to think, gee, if they do have a bad game, are they the right people to start this first test? Oh, absolutely. And this is, this is the... The beauty of Gatlin's position. He's got alternatives in every single position right across the park. And good alternatives. There's not a huge drop-off. You know, you, you look at that back row of Faletau, uh, Tom Curry and, and Navidi. You know, every one of those guys could be replaced by someone equally as good. But here's the converse. You go out against a very good South Africa A. Right? Now, we've spoken about really it's not an A side, it's a test side. And you have a good game, you go a long way to to cementing your position in the in the test side as well. I think this starting team have a big advantage on, on and an opportunity. Ten days out, chances are they're not going to play on Saturday. He's going to play another team on Saturday. So they know I've got a 10-day break till I play again if I, if I make the, the, the test sides. And if I have a good game, I'm right up there. I've done everything I can. This is the hardest game on tour, this is against guys that we're going to probably, a lot of guys will probably face in the test match. I've got a golden opportunity. So he's, he's, he's really, and I think it's a big day for that back row, Falatau in particular, who hasn't set the world on fire. Hasn't been bad or, or poor, but he hasn't set the world on fire. Um, he's got an opportunity there. And we know he's one of Gaddy's favourites. He's got an opportunity, but like all that back row do. Are you losing a bit of faith? In Toby Faltai, or is that a bit harsh for me? 
I don't know about losing faith, but I, I, I think the beauty of Lions Tours and Gatlin has shown is he picks people on form and who he believes in. And I know he believes in Falatel, but I, I, I actually think the other two number eights on tour have played better than him. You know, that are now we, we need Golden and Simmons. Yeah, yeah. We need we need Jack to get back and get back on the horse as, as it is with his calf injury and have a good game. Hopefully he starts on Saturday or is on the bench and gets time. But uh, you know, both both Simmons and, and Conan have, I think have had have been more effective than Falatel. Falatel hasn't been bad, but he's Falatel's missed a lot of tackles, which is I'm quite surprised that it's not something that, that Falatau has done in the past, but but I, I think this selection is is Gatlin telling him I've got faith in you, mate. I believe in you. Go out and have a good game, and and, and you'll start because Gaddy does stick with his with his favourites and people he trusts. What about Marcus Smith, the young Harlequin? He's been called up for Finn Russell just as cover. Is that just because they do need numbers? Or can you see a late bench spot for him, or is it just too late and he's brought been brought up um, for experience? I think he's the luckiest man in the Ireland and the British Isles. <laughs> he, he, he is one of those ones. Where sometimes you ring guys up, you give them good news, and they don't believe you. They go, oh, "Who's this? Who's this? Come on, who is it?" He found out oh, on the pitch. You got to ring him. Find- I reckon I reckon Gaddy had to ring him three times till he said, "Stop it!" He's going bagger off. You know, he couldn't. Well, I, th- I think the story was uh, in the England game at the weekend. You know, he came off after sixty-five or whatever minutes, and they told him there and then. You know, when I, when yeah. I'd yeah, and they told him, and he, he should have seen the smile on his face. He couldn't believe it, and rightly so. Mate, look, he's oh, he's a good kid. I like watching him play. Uh, is he the next best ten? No. I, don't, I, I, I was shocked, really, really shocked at the fact that he would be regarded as the next best 10, you know. Um, uh, an investment in the future, yeah, maybe, but that's not the role. I, look, I, I'm not, who am I to judge? But I was, uh, I couldn't believe it. I was completely and utterly shocked when I heard it. I do think he's just cover, uh, unless, unless they know... Russell is injured a little bit more than than uh, they're letting on, um, but I was very surprised. Is that sort of is Johnny Saxon too old and experienced now for that to bother him, or would that still, no matter what, um, affect him? Oh, I, I imagine Johnny Saxon is absolutely filthy, <laughs> absolutely, and I. I you know, we all know what a competitor Johnny is. Um, you know, and and I, I think he wasn't picked because I didn't think he had the uh, endurance. You know, he was getting injured a lot for a long tour. But the tour is half over and he's coming in. Like, Sexton played really, really well in a number of games. Johnny's still a great player, uh, an all-time great. He's not as good as he was, but is he a better player than the one they picked? Without doubt. It's not in, not in the same ballpark, you know. So, so unless Johnny, uh, unless Johnny got the phone call and told him to bugger off, you know, and I'm being very polite, I, I don't, I don't know. Johnny's the only one that could answer that. But I would, I wouldn't think uh, Johnny Sexton would do that at all. But I think it's an appalling. I, I, and I thought that there's been two appalling uh, decisions: Ring Rose 
uh, not going on tour was absolutely flabbergasting to me. And I think Sexton not coming in as a backup also is, uh, unless Johnny's injured, and I don't know that he is, whether he's still carrying, but I, I don't think that's the case. He seems to really like Elliot Daly at 13. Has that surprised you, Matt? Or were you aware of that? And did you think he may run with that? No, I think he'll run with Henshaw. But that means Elliot Daly. You look at the bench that he can carry now. Elliot Daly covers 13 and the back three. And Farrell covers 10 and 12. So you have got every... every, And then you'll play a nine... As well, I'd imagine. I don't. I think. I don't think he'll just take two backs on the bench. I'd be surprised if he does. I, I think he'll take three backs. He'll take a a, a genuine nine uh, on the bench. Farrell covering two positions and Daly covering thirteen and the back three. So I, I, I think he's giving him time for that. Uh, I don't. I, if Harris doesn't make the starting team, he doesn't make the bench because he only covers one position. Um, the only alternative is that. He puts Henshaw on the bench because he hasn't enough game time. But Henshaw, I don't. I, I think he's a, he's just too good a player. He's been outstanding all year. I think he's been outstanding when he's played. I just hope he can recover enough to get a game next Saturday, so that he gets uh, he gets on the on the field. If we just look at South Africa quickly, Mop, their coach Nainabar is in isolation. Razia Rasmus taking the team. How much? Of- effect will that have on them or are they so used to Razzie calling the shots anyway you think that's a smooth transition yeah I do I think it's a pretty straight transition and and uh, Nabo was saying and I know Rassi works like that they, they work as a team you know they, they work as a any any good coaching unit does that they work as a team people who have their specialist areas and the players would know it's not for lack of uh, Nibar not being there it's not for you know frivolous reasons for the good of the team, that they just adjust. And you've got, you know, Rassi is a legendary Springbok as a player. I, uh, you know, I coached against Rassi for years. Wonderful bloke. Um, and obviously a World Cup winning coach. So, you know, the, the, the players that have never been coached by him are going to absolutely adore it because that's their opportunity to be coached by a legend. And the, the second part of that is, um, you know, he, he his last game, he won the World Cup. <laughs> So he probably doesn't want to coach again and ruin his record. But, uh, uh, you know, like I, I don't think there's any any problems with that in, in the South African camp whatsoever. What lines tomorrow do you feel is a big, big day for? Are there any particular uh, players you're actually thinking, you know what, if they really put their hand up, they could force their way in there? Yeah, I think the front, first test? The, the front row is very interesting. Um, I, I would have thought Kenny Owen is a starter for sure. Uh, um, and I think Sinclair and Jones have played really, really well when they've given the opportunity. Really, really well. Jones may start. Uh-huh. I think Sinclair is fighting for a spot on the bench. Now, I might, I might be wrong about Jones. I think, Jones. I think Jones has shown so much that he is really genuinely challenging um, Vinopola okay. for a starting position. And at the beginning of the tour, I wouldn't have said that. He had a crack in Six Nations, but you're right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought Vinopolo was in front of him. Again, Gaddy Sting experienced that, but I think he, he's really... So you could have the two Welshmen starting at Loosehead, Jones at Loosehead, at Kenny Owens, and then obviously uh, Fur, I think Furlong has the tight head spot sewn up. But Sinclair has, has done a very good job, so that gets him on the bench. I think that's a starting second row. Back row, all of them 
have to work on uh, their position. It's just so, so competitive. You, you, you can't say with any confidence anyone's got a position sign up there. And whoever they pick, you've got to say as a quality back row. There's Because there's, all of them have been superb. Uh, you know, as I said, except with the exception of Falto, it hasn't been bad. He just hasn't been as great as he usually is. Great halfback combination. They just need time together. Same with same with the the rest of that that group. They're all fighting for the position. I, I spoke about the, the bench. Anthony Watson could be the other bolter that comes out of that and might might get a start or a bench. But you know, where does, where do you fit everyone in? It's just too much talent to fit in. Some some really talented players who have not put a toe wrong on tour will not make the starting 23. And that's just, that's, a, that's the quality of the group. Pretty harsh that, you know, some good players will miss out. Lastly, Matt, uh, what way do you see the game going tomorrow? Um, and is it, again, they're saying it's a fourth test. The result still is important tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Um, I'll, I'll say something here. I think the Lions will win, right? But for the good of the Lions, a loss wouldn't hurt them. A loss would not be the worst thing in the world for that team because a good, swift, right jab can really wake you up sometimes, especially, you know, especially as a, a bit of adversity is really, really good for a team. And this Lions group have not, apart from dealing with COVID, which is adversity every day, but so is their opposition, so is everyone on the planet. Everyone's dealing with the same thing. They haven't faced a second of adversity. So I, I, I think for their good, a really tough, close, hard game is, is, would be great for them. I think South Africa, the South African team will put up a great display. Don't get me wrong. I think they, they, but they haven't played enough together and they haven't played for a long time even the guys who have played in the north have not played for a long time so I, I i think that it's advantage lines but a much obviously a much closer game a much better game well we shall see it's going to be very interesting mark and it's going to be good thanks very much pleasure mate i'm, I'm first time i'm really really interested and looking forward to the game we're going to be a belter great thanks very much thanks Jeff. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.